Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing on the 2nd of May here on New Zealand Sports Radio at 8am every morning. You can join us for this sports update. And in the news today, um, the Premiership meets to uh, discuss steps forward. Uh, New Zealand football uh, kicks off a uh, review. Scott Morrison shuts the shuts down on Warriors. Everybody seems to be talking about how to resume um, rugby uh, and a massive financial impact on New Zealand tennis. Kicking off with the football and let's start off with our favourite league in the world, the Belarusian League. And overnight, we had Smolovic lose to um, Energix uh, 0-2, meaning that Energix climb up to third in the table um, with Smolovic down in uh, second to last place um, in 15th. It's no surprise that result. Tonight, overnight, we have Minsk against uh, Torpedo, who are obviously the team from Steve, or the team supported by Steve in the Deep South. Um, Rue Brest will take on Gorodea, which is Steve from the Far North's team. And finally, Dynamo Minsk will take on Slutz, which is my team. Slutz, who are top of the table currently. So those are your games um, overnight tonight. Um, and obviously, we'll keep you up to date on all of those results. Uh, and at the end on Monday, we'll give you a, a league table to show you where everything stands there. Going over to Premier League football in England, um, and the clubs there have been told they will need up to 10 stadiums to resume their season to try and complete their um, their um, nice two outstanding games. So it looks like they're going to play in neutral venues rather than have all the venues opened up. Um, and obviously that all these games will be behind closed doors. This is off the back of the players yesterday coming out saying that they are um, scared about resuming and the day before when FIFA's medical officer said that seasons should be cancelled. Um, but Project Restart uh, is still on uh, on the go. No decisions have been taken today, uh, is what they've said. Um, but they are looking uh, sorry, at trying to um, get there going, get going when, when, and in quotes, when safe and appropriate to do so. Kind of who decides that? 
We'll have to wait and see. Um, over in Liga One in France, Paris Saint-Germain has been awarded the title um, as uh, with since uh, the French president uh, cancelled all um, gatherings and all sport, and so their season has been officially cancelled now. Um, we will see. That means that um, Ames and Toulouse are going to get relegated from Liga One um, to uh, go down. Lyon, who were fifth um, a week before the last day of the season, um, but finished seventh, might appeal um, against the verdict. They have said because uh, it obviously uh, the teams get paid, get well, well, get prize money depending on where they finish in the table. So they might be looking at uh, challenging this. Um, we'll see how that all pans out. Um, so over in New Zealand, and uh, New Zealand um, football is conducting a wide-ranging review. Um, obviously, there is the financial impact of the, um, the virus. Not only, and, and as you'll hear later, um, not only in, in their own funding, but also in the funding they get from the TAB. And we'll say we'll go through that later. Maybe because the Belarusian league has kept going, the football won't be quite as impacted as tennis um, has been. But they look, they they a bit like rugby. Um, they're looking at putting, uh, looking at doing a full review as to how they can sustainably uh, keep football going. Um, yesterday we told you how the uh, the All Whites um, kept, uh, head coach is taking over the under 23s for the Olympics. He sees that as a good thing because uh, he says, look, a lot of the All Whites are already uh, young players, and there's a big crossover between the two teams, and hence. Why it why that why that'll be a good thing? Obviously, he feels sorry for the manager who has had to um, who who has been stood down. That gets you up to date on all of your football news. I'm going to hand you over now to Stephen from the Far North, who's going to take us through our birthdays. Yes, good morning, Paul, and good good morning, everybody out there. It's another beautiful day in Auckland. A great day to celebrate a birthday. In those birthdays today, another Auckland Grammar School All Black. A Hamilton-born cyclist, and finally from Warriors Reserve Grade to Rugby League World Cup. That's where we start. James Bell is an international rugby league footballer who has represented Scotland. He plays as a second row and loose forward for Toulouse Olympic in the Bedford Championship. After making over 50 appearances for the Warriors Reserve Grade team, Bell made his NRL debut for the Warriors against Cronulla Sutherland Sharks in 2017 NRL season. Later that year, Bell was named in the Scotland squad for the 2017 Rugby League World Cup. James Tamanawanui Timuera Bell, born this day, the 2nd of May 1994 in Auckland. James is 26 today. Moving on, Patrick Bevan is a New Zealand professional road racing cyclist who currently rides for UCI Team World. Bevan started his career riding for the New Zealand Vika Vida team in 2009. He has since wrapped up an outstanding career cycling for five different teams over his career thus far. Bissell, search to retainhealth.com AU, Avanti Racing Team, Cannondale BMC Racing Team. Patrick Paddy Bevan on this day, the 15th of February, February. Actually, that's not quite right, is it? <laughs> it's, it's definitely not the 15th of uh, February, Paul. It's the 2nd of May. 
1991. And Hamilton Patrick is 29 today. A little bit of proofreading might help one. Now, finally, on to John Fleming, who is a former New Zealand rugby union player. A lock. Fleming represented Wellington and Waikato at provincial level and was a member of the New Zealand national side, the All Blacks, from 1978 to 1980. He played 35 matches for the All Blacks, including five international. John Kingsley Fleming, born this day, the 2nd of May, 1953, in Auckland. John is 67 today. And that's our birthday still today, Paul. Thank you very much, Stephen. And as I say, I, I as you said, yeah, blame the writers, the proofreaders, and uh, the editors behind the scenes. They're the ones that have... Uh, the, 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 the problem, not us presenters. We get it perfect every single time, as you will see. Uh, and in rugby news, then uh, the Wallabies and the All Blacks are set to hold talks um, about the resumption of rugby and the future of rugby. Uh, this has been arranged between the two players associations. Uh, now, we talked about the Super Rugby Review that is taking place in New Zealand, and we pointed out yesterday that the players are not involved or not one of the parties involved in that. Um, so it looks like the players have taken things into their own hands and decided to have talks between themselves about the future of rugby. We'll see what comes out of that. Um, also, uh, there have been news in how that uh, New Zealand rugby might resume. We've all expected it to be the five new Super Rugby franchises playing each other over 10 weeks, followed by the Mitre 10 Cup from a men's point of view and they're looking at still getting the Farrah Palmer Cup up and running for the from the women's point of view uh but what looks like possible possibilities are that it could turn into an eight team competition uh adding two other franchises in New Zealand plus perhaps a, uh, a Pacific Island side now whether that would this would be this year or a future year that is one of the options that has been muted uh there's also talk of playing with a number of teams from Australia, preferably obviously the Eastern Coast uh, teams uh, as, as well from a time zone point of view. Um, and there's also talk now of a, an All Blacks trial match between the Super Rugby and the Mida 10 Cup. Now, there was lots of talk also of things of trying to resurrect things like North versus South uh, and all those sort of uh, historical games, how that trial match will go. Will it be a North versus South? Or will it be a probables versus possibles? Uh, we'll have to wait and see, um, even if it does go ahead. But it would give um, Ian Foster some time with his players uh, that he's not going to have otherwise this year. So all those things up in the air, we'll have to wait for official news as to how it's actually going to land and how the season will go ahead. That gets you up to date with all the rugby news. I'm going to hand you over to Stephen now for our league update. Good morning again, uh, Paul. I Tell you what, if ever there was an <clears throat> opportunity for a mini-series about how the NRL tried to start restart during COVID lockdown, this is the uh, opportunity. I'm not too sure who you'd look at to play Peter Valandes, but uh, at, at this present time, Valandes must be just absolutely shaking his head because Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison has denied reports that the Warriors have been given permission to fly to Australia for the resumption of the NRL season. Earlier, several Australian media outlets reported that the Australian National Cabinet gave the green light for Tamworth, a city in the northeast of New South Wales, to open its airport so the Warriors can fly from New Zealand to take part in the NRL season. However, Morrison confirmed that no decision has been made about the NRL's application 
for the Warriors to quarantine in Tamworth. The application is still being processed by the Australian Border Force, he said. The National Cabinet has not provided that endorsement. According to Morrison, the individual jurisdictions will ultimately provide any of the clearances that are necessarily on a health basis. In relation to border issues with New Zealand, well, that authority has not been provided. That authority has not been provided and no amount of reporting will change those restrictions. The Warriors plan to leave for Australia on a charter flight tomorrow and will need to quarantine for 14 days after arriving in Australia per the strict isolation measures in place to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Yesterday, it was revealed several senior Warriors players spoke up about not flying to Australia until they had assurances from the NRL about wages and other specifics pertaining to their travel. The Warriors still hope to leave to Australia this Sunday, despite needing some final answers to key questions. Interesting things or interesting happenings right there. But I'll tell you what, Craig Bellamy, who's known for the odd spray, especially in and around uh, uh, playing time, has pretty much come out and said, unless uh, with one of his um, uh, trademark sprays this time at his players, the Daily Telegraph reports Bellamy set up a Zoom meeting with his players this week and used it to slam his players over their social media use. He even went a step further and banned all social media use once training starts on Monday. There's a few of you guys who are out of control with social media, Bellamy told the players. All social media will now be handled directly through the club, according to the report. Bellamy blasts. Bellamy's blast comes after star winger Josh Adekar posted photos on the social media media of a hunting trip with South Sydney fullback Latrell Mitchell, which saw both players fined 50000 for breaching social distancing. Penrith Panthers playmaker Nathan Cleary was also fined 10000 after appearing in an Instagram photo, photo with at least five women on Anzac Day. It is forbidden in New South Wales to gather in groups of more than two people you don't live with. Cleary and the woman in the photos were not staying within 1.5 metres away from each other as required. Under New South Wales guidelines, people can leave their house only for work, essential shopping, exercise, medical appointments and compassionate visits. Cleary was, Cleary was uh, later seen dancing with a group of women in a now deleted pair of TikTok videos on the same weekend. He was photographed for breaking social distancing rules. The, yeah, pretty much. I'll tell you what, I'm going to wrap it up there because it's pretty much much of a, a muchness. But the NRL confirmed to Fox Sports Australia that the integrity unit is reviewing all of these videos. Uh, it really comes down to the end of the day, day Paul. Um, if they didn't post these videos, nobody would have actually ever known. And that's league news this morning. Well, yes, it does seem to be league's answer to this is, guys, don't tell people what you're doing rather than actually behave yourselves, which is a strange one, but there you go. Um, <laughs> yes, don't use social media to tell people what you're doing because we know you can't behave. Uh, come on, boys, um, how about just behaving? Then it wouldn't, mat wouldn't matter what you put out on social media. Um, thank you for that update, um, Stephen. Uh, moving on then, Formula One has decided that they're going to have bio bubbles um, around, their, uh, around their races. We've been talking about them having sort of some sort of isolation of how they could fall fly in together and not actually interact with anybody locally. 
And um, we announced that, well, we told you the other day that they are going to be starting off in Austria with two races, followed by Silverstone with two races. Uh, the reason they've chosen Austria is because there's an airport right next to the uh, racetrack, which means they can all fly in on their private jets. Uh, and also, that does mean that they can, it's also not near any big, uh, um, big cities. Uh, so hence, that's a good venue for them. Silverstone, again, is not near uh, London, really. Uh, and is in the countryside. So both of those, you can understand why those two venues uh, have been chosen. Uh, apparently reports of motorhomes and them all sort of sleeping at the grounds is not true. They're not going to go that far, but full catering, etc., will be laid on while they're at the um, circuit. The next venues after that are reportedly going to be um, Spain uh, and Hungary. Uh, this is where they're looking next for those races. Now, again, whether those will be double weekends or single weekends, we've yet to hear, but clearly, they are working um, on that. Um, moving on to um, NRL news, uh, and the Northern Territory has offered up to host AFL games with crowds. Um, so the assumption had been that uh, we were obviously going to be playing, that sport would, would be returning without crowds. Um, but Northern Territory, um, which says they've ha had basically very few, if any, cases, or very, very few cases, um, with just 28 confirmed cases, uh, that actually they could they they, they could host it with um, with crowds as well. Uh, this is one of the areas that AFL have been discussing with, um, but uh, this news of crowds uh, is is well is news news to them or was news to them yesterday. Um, we'll have to see where AFL decides and how they decide to return. Um, as Hugh says in the live chat, social distancing restrictions. Are being heavily relaxed in Northern Territory um, as well. The um, moving on to tennis um, news and um, tennis New Zealand is having a, a very large drop in its income. Last year, uh, it received one point five million dollars from the TAB, and with the uh, with all tennis banned globally there is no betting going on on, on these uh, tennis tournaments currently and hence that income for uh, New Zealand tennis is going to pretty much disappear and that's a mass and a, a very large hole in their budget um, it's one of the as 45 percent of their money or their income comes from the TAB so uh, a big big issues for tennis to sort out and one of the things Andy Murray recently said was he expects tennis to be one of the last sports to restart because uh, they are traveling from all over the world into one place and then travel off to another place. Um, and that is clearly, uh, well, clearly you're, you're therefore providing potential carriers for disease um, by doing that. Uh, and people can bring it together and then take it off to many places. So it's a difficult sport for them to restart. Uh, Andy Murray also won the virtual Madrid Open uh, and uh, winning the men's title. Uh, and he gave half the winnings to the NHS in the UK. Uh, Funds will also be heading, heading down to the lower ranked players um, who obviously, uh, if you don't play, you don't earn any money. Uh, and that's, uh, that's a big problem for them. The same happens in uh, tennis in New Zealand as well. If you're not playing, you don't earn money uh, as they're all individual contractors. So that is a, uh, a big issue for the lower ranked players. Uh, Kiki Burton's um, won the women's title there. In the last live, live chat, um, Charlie has asked, uh, about our take on Beaumont versus um, Pichot. Um, 
if you go over to drivingmore.com, uh, you'll see I put up a video uh, saying how the voting is going and why each side has voted that way. So if you'd like an update on that, head over to drivingmore.com. It is behind a paywall. Um, that paywall is only a, a, is as much as you want to pay um, from as low as a dollar a month. So um, if you want to have an update on how that is going, then please uh, head over to drivingmore.com. Um, the we talked about the all whites. Sorry, uh, golf and the number one golf course in New Zealand has been announced, and it is in Northland. Uh, Tara Eti has achieved has achieved that uh, been named that again. Unsurprising, really, when you consider that it's being named as the second best golf course in the world outside of the USA, um, which uh, obviously is a very uh, well. Congratulations them, very, very prestigious um, result. Royal County down in Northern Ireland is the top um, course in the world. Uh, and when you look and think that it was one from Australia um, and one in South Korea, and all the rest are from Europe. So only three of them outside of Europe. Uh, and uh, yeah, New Zealand comes second. So one must be a wonderful golf course up there. So if you get the opportunity, do go and play it if you can. Obviously, once... Um, uh, once lockdown has finished, the top 40 um, courses have been announced uh, over. And if you, so if you head over to stuff, you can see that the full list if you're looking for a good golf course to go and play in. That brings you up to date with all the important sports news around the world. You have got the you know start of your day the best way possible. Don't forget, we are here at 8 a.m. every morning. So please do like and follow on our Facebook page. Also, uh, if you want to listen to it while you're walking around, you can look, search for New Zealand Sports Radio on all your favourite podcatchers. We're on Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on uh, iTunes. Um, so if you want to listen to on the go, you can download the podcast as well. Thank you very much, Stephen, for joining me. And you have a resplendent set of jerseys behind you there. Is that a Maori All Blacks one in the middle? Yeah, I popped in the uh, New Zealand Maori All Blacks 7s jersey. That's the jersey in the side, the one... The green one out to my whoops that side <laughs> um it, it looks like my right on your screen but it's actually my left how weird is that so it obviously reverses that's the uh blues uh, training jersey which is uh the uh, green one out to that side and of course we've got the harbour one on the other side but don't forget if you are watching this program and you want to promote your club get in reach out to me let me tell me a little bit about the club and we can highlight your jersey and um Unlike what Paul said yesterday, I will get that shirt back to you. <laughs> that sports shirt, I will send it back in the uh, in the mail to you. But it'd be fantastic opportunity during this lockdown to highlight your your particular club. Tell us a little bit about it, and we'll have a bit of a spiel. Maybe um, there's a, a bit of history attached, and uh, also a good good way to keep reaching out uh, to your members of your club. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for the time. Thank you very much, Stephen, and thank you very much, everyone who has watched, followed, etc. We've been going for about a month now, uh, and uh, yeah, it's been wonderful, the response we have got from you. Don't forget, we do have already a, uh, a rugby show at 8pm on a Tuesday night, the quiz on 8pm on a Wednesday night, a cricket show at 8pm on a Thursday night, plus Monday to Friday at 2pm, we have long uh, interviews with um, uh, athletes, uh, coaches, administrators and other people who are involved in the sporting industry so all those shows coming we have four other uh, series of shows in the works coming to you soon so subscribe and follow and tell all your friends
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 